during the rebuild and even after, the Atlanta Braves have done a fantastic job of gathering a bunch of really good arms in their farm system and whether they've come through to develop at the big league level and make a big impact there or the Braves have used them in trades to make other key impacts to the team. Gathering all these arms has been a great strategy for the Atlanta Braves, and there's another wave of young arms coming, led by two of the guys the Braves just drafted in J.R. Ritchie and Owen Murphy. On this Miners Monday podcast, we're going to talk about those two guys, some other arms as well, including Dylan Dodd, and are they the next wave of young Braves pitchers that could be coming through the system? We'll discuss all that on this minor league episode of Locked On Braves, so let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, you can check out my website, shortstopball.com, where you can see all my previous work. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. If you're new, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. You're watching this video. Do a favor and hit that thumbs up button and that notification bell to help support the show in that way. And thanks, as always, for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of every day. Got a lot of you that reached out telling me that you you make Lockdown Braves your first listen. That means a lot to me whenever I hear that. So thank you so much for the support. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. This is a Miners episode of Lockdown Braves. We're going to be talking about a lot of minor league prospects on today's episode, mainly focusing on some of the pitchers that I think are going to be the next wave of pitching prospects for the Braves and some other minor league prospects that you had asked me earlier in the offseason to to talk about. So I've been watching a lot of video, really excited to get into some of these pitchers here, especially at the time, J.R. Ritchie, Owen Murphy, and Dylan Dye going to be our primary focus for today's episode. So let's jump right into it with J.R. Ritchie, 35th overall pick in this last year's draft. The pick that they got from the Kansas City Royals in that deal where they sent Drew Waters and some others over to KC. J.R. Ritchie, six foot, 285 pounds, right-handed pitcher, 19 years old. Started five games this past season after getting drafted. A 188 ERA, a um and just a 0.977 whip, 14 and a third innings, five walks, 14 strikeouts. So obviously very good short showing in a very small sample size. Going back and watching some of his outings, didn't really try a lot, which you wouldn't expect you know, in his first professional taste. Um, so it, it was mostly fastball, curveball that he was throwing a lot. Uh, fastball low to mid 90s does have some ride up in the zone, which you could see in short stints and amateur ball. He, he could get up into the upper 90s, but you know, as a starter, you know, at least for right now, working more low to mid 90s, perhaps as he gets older, kind of builds into that frame a little bit more. Perhaps we see a little bit more velocity out of him, which I think gives him a little bit more upside. Um, I'm going to give out my top 10 rankings here probably in the next week or two. I'm going to try to 
uh, hook up with Lindsey Crosby at ML, Locked On MLB Prospects, get him to come on here as well. But I'm going to give him my top 10 here pretty soon. And I think I'm going to have J.R. Ritchie ahead of Owen Murphy just because I think there is a little bit more upside because there's a possibility for him to develop a little bit more velocity. But again, the outings I saw, it was primarily you know a one and a two going down for the catcher. I'm pretty sure it was his fastball curveball. The curveball, if that's what it was, had some really, really tight break on it. Didn't have a radar gun on the outings I was watching, so it's kind of hard to tell. But you know, curveball, slider, whatever you want to call it, it had some really tight break and it really tunneled well off that that fastball. And again, the outings I watched, he was really consistent and able to command those two pitches and play them very well off each other. Got a lot of swings and misses. And when hitters did make contact with that curveball, it was very weak. Now he also has a good changeup that has some good fade as well. So again, a very you know solid pitch mix already. But what really impressed me again, just in the starts that I I saw, I've seen others who reported that the command still isn't there. But from what I saw, I thought he commanded all all of those pitches very well and attacked the strike zone. Seemed to always be ahead. Now again, like I said, it was very repetitive that you could tell in the sequencing, and maybe this is. On the catcher, who was Drake Baldwin for a lot of the starts that I watched, it was fastball, fastball, get the two strikes, throw that curveball to try to put him away. Going to have to mix it up a little bit more at the upper levels. But again, it's his first professional stint, so not surprising that they kept it very basic. Um, but again, I loved what I saw from him. I think he has you know, a mid-rotation ceiling right now. If the stuff starts to tick up a little bit, I believe there's still some upside that perhaps he gets to a, a number two starter, perhaps he becomes more of a, a two, three type starter instead of a, a three, four type starter, which is probably where I'd put him right now. Um, but that's where I that's what I have on J.R. Ritchie. Really was impressed watching him and just the repeatability of his delivery, which again, I've seen other reports out there that that say otherwise, but for my viewing of him, I was really impressed with this kid and the command and the delivery and everything was really impressive to me. So that's J.R. Ritchie. The next one is Owen Murphy, 20th overall pick this past year, 6'1", 190 pounds, 19 years old, right-handed pitcher. He also made five starts last year, 4.50 ERA, 1.083 whip, 12 innings, six strikeouts, and or six walks, and 17 strikeouts. So getting... A lot of swings and misses, racking up the strikeouts. Again, we're talking about you know rookie-level ball, single-A ball. Both of them did make a couple of starts in single-A. Similar to J.R. Ritchie, it's a low to mid-90s fastball, but some really good arm side run. I tweeted out one of the fastballs that I saw him get a strikeout on against a lefty, and it's arm side run, fastball going right down the middle and just runs away from the left-handed batter. Really impressive stuff. Another curveball slider with some just really hard break that it has on it that was really effective against hitters he also does have you know a slider and a changeup as well i didn't see those quite as much again kind of like with richie it was more of a one and a two going down from the catcher a lot of the time in the starts that i watched for me i thought he didn't have as good as command as J.R. Ritchie in the starts that I watched. It seemed to be kind of losing control of his pitches a little bit. Um, but, you know, overall was more around the, the plate. I mean, 
six walks and 12 innings pitched. Not fantastic, but again, small sample size, first professional uh, appearances, and it'll get better. But the ceiling for me is about the same as J.R. Ritchie right now. I'd put a mid-rotation ceiling on him. I don't know what the up if there's more upside there for Owen Murphy as much as I see for J.R. Ritchie right now. You know, the one thing that you really love about Owen Murphy, a, a two-way star in high school, you know, could have been drafted as a hitter as well. Just seems like a very athletic body. So perhaps there is room for growth there and potential for more. But right now I'd slot him in that same kind of category as a mid-rotation type of ceiling for Owen Murphy. And then finally, these these three pitchers that I really wanted to cover because I think the ceiling for them is all very similar, and I think it's very a very safe ceiling for all three of these guys. But the next one's Dylan Dodd, and I, I could not remember if I covered Dylan Dodd this offseason or not. I felt like I did, but just in case I didn't, I couldn't find evidence of that. I wanted to make sure that I went back and, and talked about Dylan Dodd because I think he – uh, could play a factor as early as 2023, but certainly 2024 and but beyond. We're talking about, you know, who could be those pitchers that step up in the rotation after 2024. You know, Max Fried leaves, Mike Soroka could be gone at that point. Who are some pitchers that could step up? I think Dylan Dodd is certainly somebody who could be in the equation at that time. Third round pick in 2021, left-handed pitcher, 6'2", 210 pounds, 24 years old, so, you know, much older. Uh, coming out of college, much more advanced than Murphy and Ritchie. 22, uh, 2022 overall numbers, 26 games started, a 336 ERA, a 1176 whip, 142 innings, very solid work for Dylan Dodd last year. Just 31 walks, that's a 2.0 walk per nine, so that's very good, and 153 strikeouts for a 9.7 K per nine. So those are all very good numbers right there from Dylan Dodd. Again, another pitcher, low to mid-90s fastball, very good spin rates from Dylan Dodd, able to play with that fastball up in the zone, get some swings and misses, throws a changeup and a slider as well. Uh, The start that I I watched in particular for Dylan Dodd, he was getting a ton of whiffs on the slider, and all the reports on him say that the changeup's his best secondary pitch, but again, maybe it was just this one outing he had it working, but the catcher kept throwing down a three for the slider and he kept getting swings and misses on it. So, you know, if most of the time that change ups his best secondary pitch, I think that's a very good outcome for Dylan Dodd to see him be able to throw that slider effectively and get hitters off balance with it. Again, playing off that high spin rate fastball up in the zone, he's able to throw that slider kind of up a little bit as well and get those swings and misses. So, Again, somebody for me who has a mid-rotation ceiling, I, I you know because he is more advanced and you can kind of get a better feel for where he is and what he could be, I would probably limit him to that th- three, four type starter. But somebody who has very three very good pitches right now already, and I think could be a very safe bet to stick in the back of a rotation for a good while. And somebody again who's knocking on the door. So those to me are. Part of the next wave of pitchers for the Braves that are going to come up and either have an impact at the major league level or are going to be arms that the Braves can use to make an impact, to trade for an impact bat or impact arm to help improve the team right now. But very high on those three. They're going to uh, be very prominent in my top 10 rankings when they come out. That's J.R. Ritchie, Owen Murphy, and Dylan Dodd. 
Got a couple of other prospects I want to get to, some that you asked me about, uh, another another pitcher, and then a couple of bats as well who might not be in my top 10, but players that can add some depth in the farm system and perhaps have a little bit of upside as well. We'll discuss them next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel, watching some of the NFL playoffs on Sunday, an exciting finish to the Bengals and Chiefs game on Sunday night. If you want to get on on the action, you can do so at FanDuel, which is the number one sports book in America and now the official betting sponsor for Locked On. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guarantee when you place your first $5 bet. Join at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. FanDuel.com slash Locked On. Make sure you use that link. If you're going to go sign up at FanDuel to help support the show, FanDuel has all your favorite bets from a money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance to win a bigger payout with a same game parlay all on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So, football fans, you got Super Bowl coming up now, and the stage has been set. It's the Eagles and the Chiefs two weeks from today. So make sure that you sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose at fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So I asked a while back, what were some of the prospects that you wanted me to cover this offseason? And so we're going to finish up that list here. I've gone through most of them. You can click on the playlist on Locked On Braves, and you can go through our Miners Monday segment and go through all the prospects we talked about gearing up for my top 10, which will come out again here in the next week or so. But here's a couple of prospects we didn't quite get a chance to go into great detail on, but some that you mentioned. Tyler Tolvey, 17th round pick in 2021, a catcher, a left-handed hitter, 6'1", 200 pounds, 22 years old. Last season, slash 261, 339, 470 with 12 homers, 30 walks, 104 strikeouts, and just 287 at-bats. That's a 32% K rate at the single A level for Tyler Tolley. High A level, but still uh, very big strikeout numbers. But this is somebody I think has some upside potential just because it is a violent left-handed swing. He whips that bat through the zone, stands very tall in the box, kind of a an orthodox stance um and gather he he starts really open and then he he as the pitcher gets ready to deliver the the pitch he brings his leg in close uh, and then just really attacks the ball like i said a a violent left-handed swing you can see a lot of power coming out of tyler tolby it'll be you know interesting to see if he's able to stick behind the plate i think that's where a lot of his value could come if he can become a solid defensive catcher and turns into a big power bat you know even if he hits 240 250 but he's a you know 15 home run 15 to 20 you know home run catcher you know who maybe is a more of a backup catcher i think there's a lot of value in that you know if it doesn't work out behind the plate i could see him you know becoming a dh type on the left side um you know he has experience in the outfield as well he's played some there i'm sure he could play some first base the braves could use some first base depth in the organization but the one thing that really sticks out for tyler tolby is the power potential he has the potential like i said to be a big home run threat you know a four 470 
slugging percentage this past year at high A, that is certainly the loud tool for him right now. And again, if he can continue to develop behind the plate and stick there, become a solid, powerful left-handed catcher behind the plate, or you know, perhaps again, somebody you could stick at the DH in a maybe a platoon role as a left-handed hitter. I think there is some upside for Tyler Tolvey to have an impact at the major league level. The next one I want to talk about is Luke Waddell, fifth round pick in 2022 out of Georgia Tech, left-handed hitter, played all over the infield, shortstop, third base, second base, did so for Georgia Tech as well, 5'9", 180, and the arm really kind of limits him to second base in my opinion, but you know, I think ultimately he becomes kind of a super utility bench player. That's where I always kind of viewed him. You know, when I watched him at Georgia Tech and the Braves drafted him as somebody who I don't see a regular everyday role for him, you know, unless injury occurs and he gets thrust into that situation. I missed all of the last uh, second half of last year because of an injury. So really set him back or else, you know, he, because of the advanced bat that he has, he could be knocking on the door and he could be that depth in the middle infield that we've been talking about for the Braves that they need, perhaps even surpassing somebody like a Braden Shoemake, although I think Shoemake has him defensively and can play the shortstop position, like I said. But I think the bat of, of Waddell is legit. He slashed 272, 364, 370 last year when healthy, but only got 162 at-bats and actually walked 23 times more than he struck out 22 times. But not much power, only two home runs in those 162 at-bats. So, again, more, more hit over power. You know, can hit, get on base, not necessarily the type of hitter the Braves go for in their lineup, but somebody that, again, I think could play, you know, as a bench role, uh, utility type player, could play all over the infield, you know, really play the Orlando Arcia role, except without the power, but perhaps a little bit more uh, upside hitting wise. And again, defensively, because of his size, arm, probably more so limited to a second base position, but in a pinch, if you needed to, could play on the left side of the infield. And then final prospect I wanted to talk about today is a Blake Burkhalter, second round pick in 2022 out of Auburn University or Eagle. Uh, right-handed pitcher, six foot, 204 pounds, 22 years old. Uh, didn't pitch a lot after being drafted this past year, just four and two, two-thirds innings, four hits, one walk, seven strikeouts. But at Auburn this past year, helping lead the Tigers to the College World Series, as their closer had a 369 ERA, a 0.906 whip, 46 and a third innings, just seven walks and 71 strikeouts with 16 saves. Got a cutter and a low to mid 90s fastball and a changeup as well that are all above average pitches. Braves are going to give him a shot to start, but I think just about everybody believes he's going to end up in the bullpen. And if that's the way that it goes, he's somebody that could jump up to the major leagues really quickly and make an impact in the Braves bullpen. So Blake Burkhalter, you're going to look at that second round pick on him and perhaps thinks that you're expecting more than you should, but that was an underslot signing in the second round for Blake Burkhalter so that they could sign some of those high school pitchers that they took with their first three selections. But still, I think he's somebody who could have a major impact in the bullpen again in a year or two, even if that's the way that it goes. But sound like the Braves are at least going to give him a shot as a starter. We'll see how that plays out in 2023. All right, so that does it for some of these minor league 
player profiles in the offseason. Again, now we're going to turn towards our minor league rankings. There's a lot coming out this time of year. I know Battery Power just put theirs out. You can go check out their top 25 list, Tomahawk Take, where I used to write. They did theirs earlier in the offseason. You got MLB Pipeline putting out their top 100 prospects. I'm sure they're going to be doing their top 30 list for each team's here soon as well. So a lot of lists coming out right now. I'm going to be giving you mine, but I put a little bit different flavor on my list. I go uh, strictly based on upside, and that's how I do my top 10 rankings. So again, that'll be coming out here in the coming weeks and hoping to have Lindsey Crosby join the show as well. All right, just a couple of comments here. We're, we're recording late night on Sunday, so uh, appreciate you sticking around with me. Jeff Setzer says, go Braves. Here's to a great year. Certainly hope so as well. Andrew Coleman, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining the show. Joe Wild says, Jake, who's the best player in the minors currently? Thanks. Um, I'm a, I don't know if that means overall or just in the Braves system, but most people believe the best minor league player in the system overall right now is um, Gunnar Henderson, a shortstop for the Orioles, who's going to get a shot here coming up uh, this season, or either Corbin Carroll, an outfielder for the Diamondbacks. Those are pretty widely known to be the two best prospects in Major League Baseball right now. If you're talking about the Braves, for me, A.J. Smith-Shalver is the clear number one prospect for the Braves right now, and that's more so just on projectability and not necessarily what we've seen at the minor league level, but just where we think he can be and what he could be. A.J. Smith-Shalver, to me, is pretty clearly the number one player in the minor league player in the Braves system. And move in silence, 23 says, go Braves. Hi from Portland. Thank you so much for joining on the West Coast. So not quite as late for you, but I appreciate you sticking around and going through the minor league prospects with us. Again, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. Make sure that you subscribe to Lockdown Braves wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you go make your second listen to Lockdown MLB podcast where Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective talking about the biggest stories from around the league as we gear up for spring training. It'll be here before you know it. Again, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. You can follow me at Shortstop Ball. Make sure you go out, give a good review for the show. If you enjoy it, go subscribe on YouTube. Go subscribe wherever you get your podcast. That will do it for this episode of Locked on Braves, and we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 